From the Freedom HealthWorks Network, this is Healthcare Americana. Today's guest is Megan Johnston, a direct primary care patient with her family in Richmond, Virginia. Before we were part of a DPC model, we had Anthem insurance at that time. And I believe it happened two, maybe three times. We would get this mystery bill and it would take phone call after phone call to sort it out. And we're sitting there looking at a $900 bill. And after an hour and a half on the phone between the lab, the hospital and the doctor, finally that $900 bill went to zero and they said, oops, sorry. And after two or three times doing that, I just wonder how many people have to actually pay that bill. It's scary. And now, here's your Healthcare Americana host, Christopher Habig. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Healthcare Americana, the podcast that discusses the true meaning of healthcare. Today's a bit of a special episode for us. Uh, it's the first time that we've done a phone or a virtual interview uh, with somebody half a country away. So we're really excited to get this type of capability off the ground. It really helps us out in expanding our mission and getting the stories of physicians, of people involved in the delivery of healthcare, and the story of patients, uh, getting those stories and telling them to our audiences and really getting the word out, um, just not confined geographically to in-person, in-studio interviews and discussions, which um, there'll be plenty of those to come, but we're doing our best here to get the audio um, as clear as possible. So we hope this uh, this turns out well. and This is a format that we can use going here into the future. So with that said, I would like to welcome Megan Johnston to the show. Um, Megan, you there? Yeah. Hi, Chris. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Glad we can make this work and glad the schedule's aligned and the technology was there for us to do this. So, uh, Megan, you are a resident of Richmond, Virginia, and I'm going to call it a, resi- a relatively new transplant within the past, uh, what, five or six years? Yeah, that's right. About six years ago, we made the trek across the mountains and came over to Richmond, Virginia. Now, Megan, your story is interesting because you were very familiar with DPC, um, obviously very involved with Freedom HealthWorks, um, you know, a few years ago, and you and your husband moved to Richmond and as small business owners, very active in in real estate uh, investment, didn't have any employer insurance available to you at that point in time. And with your knowledge of direct primary care, uh, which was still relatively new in that area five, six years ago, um, you turned to that as a care option for you and your husband. Is that right? Absolutely. When we moved to Virginia, we started looking for doctors that had entered the direct primary realm. And we came across one in particular here in Richmond, Virginia, um, and we didn't see any others. So, you know, we went and interviewed with her fortunately signed up because her practice is completely full now. But we knew that that was kind of the only option for, you know, at that time, it was just my husband and me. Um, Now we have a two-year-old joining the mix. But, you know, at that time, it was just us. And um, my husband had actually had some high cholesterol. Um, He he claims it's hereditary. Uh, I I claim it might be too much. uh, (laughs) It depends on what he's eating and not enough cardio. But, uh, you know, we like to differ. Um, So, you know, we were really looking for somebody, you know, especially for that, you know, to manage his high cholesterol and to kind of be there for us. So we found Dr. Zacherson here in Richmond, Virginia. She's been fantastic. Um, And when we were looking at the 
insurance options, you know, because the direct primary care, of course, you need that, but you need it coupled with, um, you know, a catastrophic plan um, or some kind of plan. You know, if you get hit by a bus, you need something there to help you as you navigate the hospital scene. So we decided upon a Christian health share plan because we started looking and at that, you know, Richmond, if we were to enter the public exchange, just the two of us, we were looking at about $1,000 a month compared to our Christian health share plan. We're paying um, about 250 a month, and that includes our child. Yeah, which seems uh, infinitely more affordable than, than other options there in the traditional insurance. But I wanted to ask you, uh, you mentioned you moved out to Richmond. You found this DPC doctor. What was that process like? How did you find a direct primary care physician in a new city? Truthfully, I just Googled it. And, and, and it's sad to say you know, that there's not a better option. I, it, there might be now, but at that time, I just started Googling it, and her practice um, came up. And she's, she's probably about my age, actually. Um, and she is the only one that I have found in this region. She said she has patients drive over from Charlottesville, which is an hour away, to see her. You know, she started on her own. She's definitely a pioneer over here, which is fantastic. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense. Uh, and, and glad that she was available and, and available to be found uh, via Google because, you know, most people that, that find new doctors or ask, uh, you know, they ask their friends and family, hey, who are you guys seeing? I need to go finally see a doctor. I've been putting this off for a very long time. So finding a physician has always been something that's very much word of mouth or referral based. So, Seeing a new generation of healthcare consumers and healthcare, you know, and just patients in general looking for care options via the internet is something that um, really hasn't happened before. So glad you had a good success with that, and glad your physician had had uh, the wherewithal to have a presence online. Well, absolutely, and you know, at the same time, with us being new to the region, you know, we didn't really have a word of mouth. So, you know, I think I looked on Yelp. I, looked, I, I tried looking everywhere, and I said, you know, this is the only one that I had found. And so we went in for an interview, and it just fit. Yeah, that's great. And I, I like the, the way you put that right, th- right there was we went in to interview our doctor. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is such a cool concept because it totally flips the script of if somebody is uh, working from their insurance plan and they're going down a list and trying to figure out somebody who can see them the next three weeks – you don't get a chance to go in there and talk to them and see what they're about. Um, you know, they could be a weirdo or they could be a great doctor. You have no idea. But the concept of the patient being able to interview a doctor within a couple of days of making contact with them is, is again, um, along with online presence, such a novel concept in healthcare. Yeah, she's done a fabulous job. And uh, I think that's why her practice is now full. <laughs> no, that's awesome. That, we love to hear success stories too. I, I will, uh, I will say that. So, how have your experiences been since you've been a patient of uh, the a DPC patient versus what you experienced beforehand in more of the what I'm going to call the third party payer, more of the traditional system? Well, you know, the number one thing, and it, we just experienced this uh, actually this week. Um, you know, our son, our son came down with the croup, and uh, I called her at 10 p.m., and she was right there for us. 
you know, it's a it's direct, I don't want to say access because that's kind of a naughty word in the dark primary care world, but it's direct access. It's, you know, she's sitting there telling me what to do and, and what to look for and telling me that it's going to be okay. And frankly, it saved us a trip to the ER. And that was just three days ago. So I think that is the biggest advantage of being part of, of her practice. Um, you know, not to mention that I, I don't have to worry about a mystery bill uh, that shows up for her phone call or for, you know, a time. I brought my son in multiple times just for ear infections and, and colds and runny noses and a cough. And, you know, she's willing to see him either that day or the very next morning every single time. And there is no no bill that, that ever shows up. Um, so I know what I'm paying ahead of time. And I know she's there for us. Yeah, and that's got to provide a lot of peace of mind on the back end there. But uh, I, I want to go back to one thing you said earlier um, with your husband. And, and he's been kind of all over the place on some tests. And you said some uh, genetic uh, high cholesterol. What was his experience like before you found the DPC physician? When he would go to go to a doctor for his annual exam, his uh, quote unquote, you know, free uh, preventive exam? That's a great question. Uh, and you actually <laughs> jogged my memory there because uh, before we were part of uh, DPC model, he was a part of, um, I'd like to call it the old fashioned model. And he would go in and we had, you know, we had Anthem insurance at that time. And I believe it happened two, maybe three times. He went in, and to the same doctor, and we would get this mystery bill every single time. And it would take phone call after phone call to sort it out. And the last time uh, that we sorted this out, you know, we were, I had to go back and forth, and it, it, the doctor or the lab or somebody coded one thing wrong, and we're sitting there looking at a $900 bill. And after, I, I believe I spent probably an hour and a half on the phone between the lab, the hospital, and the doctor. And and these are just supposed to be, you know, first-line assessment tests. This wasn't anything crazy. Um, you know, this was a cholesterol test, maybe a CBC, you know, a certain blood test. Um, but it wasn't anything out of the norm. And finally, that $900 bill went to zero, and they said, oops, sorry. And after two or three times doing that, I just wonder how many people out there actually pay that bill. It's scary. It is scary. And, and you hear a lot of those horror stories a lot of, uh, all the time. And gosh, what's in the news right now is that hospitals are actually going after patients and putting liens against them and their property. And it can get pretty scary. And, and you know, how many of those people actually know that that's happening or have the wherewithal to actually challenge this and, and try to even understand such a complex system in general. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the other thing is, is that doctor had put my husband on a low dose um, cholesterol medication just to manage. And I'm happy to say he, since we've been part of um, our practice over here in Richmond, he has been off medication and uh, Dr. Zacherson has been managing his cholesterol um, without medication. Well, that's uh, that's great to hear. Do you think that's because she has the time to spend with him and educate him and look at the entire environment around him rather than just uh, writing a prescription or telling him to go get some tests or just throwing pills at the problem? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, she she's seen him multiple times, and she, she keeps following up. You know, he forgot to go in because um, it's an easy system. You know, going in and getting your your uh, test taken at a lab core here locally, and it's not expensive. Um, I mean, you know, we're talking probably the same uh, the same uh, amount as a lunch. And you know, he goes in and he usually does that, but she's had to remind him multiple times to go get. You know, hey, it's time. A couple of months have passed. Let's let's go check it, and you know he's gotten behind on it, and she's right there, kind of reminding him, which is fantastic. So she she has the time to do that, you know. And the other thing that I've noticed with her, and especially with our little guy, is that you know I've asked her certain things. You know, the vaccines. I I'm a proponent of vaccines, no question about it. But you know there is there is um there with the one-year shots and, you know, um, autism and the increase in that. And, you know, looking into it, it is kind of scary. And, you know, there's some loose correlations, but, you know, no one knows the cause of autism. And, you know, I've had conversations with her, and she is so up-to-date on all the most recent studies. Um, You know, she's, she's citing studies within, you know, the past couple months. So I, I just, it's fantastic when, when you can trust somebody that much and they're so up to date on the most current um, knowledge that's out there. Yeah, it's using using your doctor to get medical information and medical news rather than Facebook. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that if everyone got it from Facebook, that, that, they would turn into a scary world very quickly. Well, unfortunately, I think a lot of people do get it from uh, those type of, of sources. But um, so you uh, you did say that that you know you were staring at staring a nine hundred dollar bill in the face for a once a year preventive visit. Correct. You know when everybody says, "Oh, that's impossible." I already pay for insurance, and I get my free visit once a year, but. It's kind of like if you ever went into the doctor, you can't actually say something's wrong with you because then you don't know what you're going to be charged. So how does that $900 mystery bill compared to your annual fees for basically 24-7 access to a trusted physician? Um, you know, it's, uh, it pales in comparison. <laughs> I mean, our, our fees to our doctor pale in comparison. Uh, with that $900 bill, that's the least of our worries. I'm more worried about the ER visit that we just saved with my son and, you know, um, the multiple times for ear infections and, uh, he got a gash in his eyebrow. Um, you know, he hit the corner of the bed. And so she was there for us at 9 p.m. to, um, put some liquid stitches in there. So that saved us another ER visit. At that time, we probably should have spent about 5,000, maybe 6,000 in medical costs. And I'm happy to say we're spending a few hundred. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's a big difference, and not to mention, it's not just about the dollars, as you as you said. There's a lot of other opportunity costs that go into that. And again, back to the peace of mind aspect that you that you mentioned earlier. So, talking about your son, when he was born, uh, he became a member of your DPC practice out in Richmond. How has that experience been? Uh, I know you've touched upon some just anecdotal stories, but um, what have you realized and, and what have the benefits been since since he's been around and had a DPC physician? Well, when I speak to my friends with, with children of the same age and they're dealing with, you know, constant ear infections, constant visits, constant calls, 
and they're having to pay for those visits. It's been almost like I have somebody in the family, like my parents, I'm just calling and saying, hey, you know, I think you may have an ear infection. And, you know, she tells me to come right in. And so it's just been kind of just an open door and just a sense of comfort to have her um, along for the journey. And she, you know, she's seen him since he was a few days old to now he's almost two years old. And she remembers little things about him. And, and it's just like having, having her as, as part of the family, as, as cheesy as that may sound. <laughs> um, but that, that's been my experience. Um, and I know that, you know, she's there for him. And in fact, talking about the vaccines, she said, you know, it, it's up to you. And if you want me to talk to you more about this, I can, um, and kind of went into detail about it. So it's been fantastic. And actually he was part of the practice right before he was born because, you know, we were in the hospital and they were a little bit worried. He was a borderline jaundice and they wanted to keep us for another night. And we called uh, our doctor up and asked her, hey, these are his numbers. Uh, they want to keep us one more night, even though, you know, we were all set and ready to leave. And she said, let's wait a few hours and get one more test instead of staying an, an entire, you know, extra night in the hospital. And and I said, you know, that, that sounds like a great idea. So sure enough, we waited around, waited around and got another test and, he was A-OK, and we were released. So we were only in the hospital for one night after he was born, and thanks to her, or else we would have stayed for night. So having her on board from even the time before he was born has been just a tremendous uh, advantage to navigating the healthcare system. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned that your friends have, uh, have multiple kids, didn't have the same type of experience you have. Uh, you have had, what are their thoughts? Uh, you, you touched upon them a little bit, but you know, are they looking at you being like, wow, I wish they, I, I knew this thing existed or you have it made or what's their reaction been when you compare um, the different types of access and care that you've experienced? You know, they, they have no idea that, that something like this exists. Um, and which is sad. Um, you know, I feel like I, have been given a secret key in knowing that this exists. Um, but you know, I've, I've told them I've referred probably three or four families to her. Um, you know, I, it's just, it blows their mind. You know, they, they stop me and say, wait, you mean you don't have to pay for every visit? Question mark. You don't have to wait a week to get in? Question mark. You can call at any time of night? Question mark. You can text at any time of night? Question mark. Um, it's just it's a whole new world to them, and they don't understand it. Um, the big thing that they don't quite understand is is you know, keeping the old traditional insurance and how that works with with old traditional insurance. And a lot of them are um, a little fearful of making that jump to a health chair. Uh, you know, knock on wood, we haven't had to use it yet. Um, you know, as we're talking about expanding our family, we will have to use it, um, in the future, but, you know, as of now, uh, we're crossing our fingers and, and hoping that that health share is everything that everyone says it is. Um, but that's the main thing is that our friends just don't, they just don't, it's something so bizarre and, and out of the norm for them. Um, but most people say, how do I, how do I join? And wh- what is her name? Can I write that down? I've had several people text me. 
and ask for her name in, in her office. And um, so. Well, it sounds like she should set up a referral program because you'd be <laughs> earning a free cruise by now. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> so as you look to expand your family, I mean, is there ever a scenario where you wouldn't use DPC? I mean, do you ever envision yourself uh, based on the experiences you've had right now, not choosing a DPC physician as you continue to grow your family? You know, the only thing I can see is if something happened with maybe the health shares or there was a, something that we couldn't have, you know, the catastrophic insurance, um, that's the only way. But at the same time, after being a part of it, I just don't see, uh, it'd be like going backwards in time. <laughs> I, can, I, I mean, be like going back to the 1950s. I just, I don't, I think it's a system that just doesn't work and it's just, um, you know, DPC works and that's, that's, that's the wave of now and the wave of the future. Yeah. And let me ask you this. Um, have you had any experience where your DPC physician has needed to refer you to any other type of, um, outside either specialist or testing or anything along those lines? Yes. Uh, only the testing, like I mentioned, uh, at the lab core, uh, we had to go there and actually my son's, um, immunizations, she just doesn't keep them. She said, it's not worth it. It's easy to, you know, for you to do that. So we've gone to the Richmond city clinics here and they offer immunizations for children. And, uh, I spoke to one of my friends that has a little girl the same age as our little boy. And, she said she had to pay $700 at her primary care um, at, at their office for immunizations. And I looked at her and shook my head and said, really? Ours are actually, we don't pay for ours. And she said, well, how is that? How is that possible? So it's, it's been interesting. And, and LabCorp, LabCorp, you know, like I said, it's, it, it costs, you know, a, a good lunch um, to get cholesterol tests. And you know, going in, how much it's going to cost. And I log into the computer. And sign up for, I schedule an appointment at any time I'd like to schedule an appointment. And um, they're there for you. There's no waiting. You walk right in and and you're you're done. So it's been a wonderful experience. Yeah, you touched upon the transparency uh, and the cost and the prices. Like you said, you know what you're going to get when you walk in there. You know what's going to cost you. So um, it seems to be a recurring recurring theme with you is that uh, this adversity of mystery surprise bills. Absolutely. And, you know, the one thing, um, I think with the medication, she administered some uh, antibiotics for our son. And she just said, you know, we walked out saying, all right, how much do we owe you? And she said, oh, it's $10 and it's just going to show up on your next bill. So you guys just have a great night. The same thing happened when my son uh, hit the corner of the bed and, you know, popped his eye open um, or his eyebrow open. And required some stitches. Uh, that was at 9 p.m. a night before we were supposed to leave for my husband's college reunion. And um, we went uh, to her office, and she met us at 9 p.m. on a Wednesday night. And, of course, we're all panicked and worried about, um, you know, his scar and, and you know, our flights the next morning, what we're going to do, et cetera. You know, more, more, more about our son, but our flights as well. And, you know, she, she, put some, she said, you know, this doesn't require real stitches. We'll put in some liquid stitches and he'll be fine. I'll call to check on him tomorrow. And we asked her again, how much do we owe you? And she said, nothing is included. Wow. And with that, we sent her a really nice gift certificate to uh, our favorite restaurant nearby. But we thought that was just amazing. 
Now, our our good friend's little boy, who is best friends with our little boy, uh, wanted to join the SCAR Club. And so he uh, was over at Grandma's house and ran right into the table and required stitches in his forehead as well. Um, instead of meeting their DPC doctor in the office, they spent three hours in the emergency room getting real stitches put in his head. Oh, so that, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's all the boys over here are part of the scar club. That's so. good. Getting real stitches in his head and emptying dad's wallet at the same time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's, you know, where we could have been and where we ended up, um, was uh, pretty incredible. Wow. Well, yeah, that's an incredible story. And just the convenience factor is, it's really unprecedented. And I appreciate you sharing that with us. And I appreciate you taking the time to hop on the call and and for uh, Healthcare Americana's inaugural uh, phone virtual interview. And uh, there'll be there'll be more to come. So you are a you are a trendsetter, not only in Richmond, but, uh, but uh, here with uh, the Healthcare Americana team as well. Fantastic. Fantastic. And we have, uh, you know, I just told you a couple of our short stories from the past two years and uh, we've just had a fantastic experience and I think everyone should know about it. That's great. Yeah. Everything we can do to push the direct primary care movement forward in the U.S. is, is going to be valuable. Well, Megan, I hope the little guy gets feeling better. And uh, you mentioned uh, uh, he's been a little under the weather here past couple of days. And the DPC physician that you, you take him to has done a sounds like a bang up job of uh, getting him back on his feet there. So hopefully we uh, hopefully he gets a, a speedy recovery and, and we wish you and your family all the best. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Chris. I appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in to Healthcare Americana, everyone. For more information on direct primary care, visit freedomhealthworks.com. Don't forget to check out our website, brand new website at healthcareamericana.com for all past episodes and other types of opportunities uh, that we have out there. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to Healthcare Americana. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podchaser, Google Play, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And tell your friends and colleagues to download and listen to all Healthcare Americana shows at freedomhealthworks.com.